we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because Joey, Dallin, and I wanted to piss off people left, right, and center because they've been pissing us off, and it just seemed only fair. Paulus' follow-through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I am your main host. I am known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me under that name, easy enough, S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got stuff to explain in a couple of moments. Give you the roundup on everybody. Midwest of the U.S., where it's uh, bitchin' cold right about now. Bridget, hi. Good evening. Hi. At least it's not snowing. That's true. Hey, um, uh, I heard that one of the great ways of uh, warming up out there right now is to burn down the house of the guy that used to be the uh, vice president. I is that still a tradition going on out there in Indiana, or did you guys, like, stop doing that? Mm, I'm not sure. I think I think he went near Columbus, and uh, I'm not sure how he's faring. I really haven't kept up with him. Mm. Seems only right. It's not like he really cared about anybody else. Moving off to the right, uh, into the area that we're going to be talking a lot about, Unrenowned Tech, you don't have uh, hurricanes coming your way, so it's, it's a nice break for you right about now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the amount of hot air that was coming out of D.C. just dropped overnight, like last week. Yeah, it's amazing how that happens, so yeah, I, I I don't know what happened. I just know it happened about about the evening of the twentieth, and you know it's kind of cooling off. In fact, it's pretty cold. It's twenty eight degrees right now Fahrenheit. Um, so it's actually it's so it's below zero centigrade. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, it's burr. Mm. <laughs> and minus one over the water where it's um well Celsius all the time. Joseph, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Oh, very well. And you, sir? Uh, yeah. So that's that's a perfect uh, that's a perfect segue into um, into this all. Um, I hurt. I am in full body hurt right now, uh, which explains part of why I am not wearing my hat. I'm slowly sipping on orange juice, and I am wearing my wife's pink and white fluffy robe because it's comfortable yes i'm wearing regular clothes under it all no i'm not doing i'm not doing it by podcasting rules and I'm, I'm wearing pants shorts not the uk version of pants i mean trousers or um the shorts all right leave me alone dude you're fine i'm i hurt um all right so just don't, just don't <laughs> say dress pants yeah hmm that's wouldn't that be like hey, Superman? I, I got to tell you, the the best clothes that I've picked up this entire uh, pandemic, in terms of being comfortable, whether I was sitting down, walking up and down the stairs, taking the dogs, taking care of the cats, whatever, it didn't matter what I was doing, was the Duluth Trading Company pants, the the khakis. Yeah, not familiar with. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm, and I haven't worn a hole in them yet. <laughs> so that's a, that's, a, that's start. a win for me. That's a start. So I just see where we might actually get some like weather. 
this evening. Not sure if it's going to be snow, rain, mix, or what. Interesting. Okay, sorry. Carry on. Forgive me for being uh, an absolute pedant pluck right about now, but um, you're going to have weather... Yeah, they're not really anyway? sure. They're not really sure what form of precipitation we're going to get. It could be freezing rain. It could be sleet. They're not really sure. Uh, good luck. Yeah, but there's a special weather statement that they've just put out. So fair hey. enough. Clear skies all night. Oh, look at you! All right. So the the real quick and dirty is that I took Tiny Tribble to school yesterday. Which, no big thing. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's roughly an hour and a half out, roughly an hour and a half back. I say roughly because you know it depends on what's going on with the traffic, which is you know not that big a deal. The biggest impediment, however, was the snow that had accumulated on my driveway, which unfortunately necessitated a very, very long amount of shoveling. Now, I know, I know, there are a couple things about that. I have a long history about snow and and clearing snow off my driveway that's been unfun. Short version of it is the gas snow thrower that I have does not want to start. It has an electric starter that doesn't want to start. It has a pull cord that also doesn't want to start. It could be a matter that just needs to be serviced because, I mean, it's it's been a long time. I, I Truth be told, I don't remember the last time I actually serviced it. I don't remember the last time I actually used it. Or the last couple of years I haven't needed to. So, I am in full body hurt. It took me two full breaks to get clear, which meant taking a shower and then laying down for a few minutes before I got myself together enough to go out again. So, you know, four hours of, of that, and then taking him to school, and then coming back, I basically said, you know, I, I'm, I'm done for the day. So today, I'm, I'm, I'm chock full of Tylenol and Motrin. I kind of have to double up on dosage, because these drugs don't really work that well on me, and I get discouraged because... I go by what it says on the label, and then it's like, yeah, but this stuff doesn't work, and then I don't use it, and then I realize, oh, I have to double up, and then it works. <sighs> Whatever. Something tells me that your snowblower made you more tired than the snow itself. It it was a little annoying, because I'd really like for it to have worked. That would have made it, like, it, it would have turned a, a, almost a four-hour job into something more along the lines of, like, 30 minutes tops. Seriously. The unit I had when I was in New York would have turned a four-hour job into a 10-minute job. It was the one that had the uh, the corkscrew blade on it. Oh, yeah. With the uh, huge, uh, ex- uh, huge, um, the exit port. Yeah. Where you actually have to hand crank it to turn it because it's on... It's huge. It's on a gimbal and all that shit. Yep, you and me both. Yep. But um, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. And it was four wheel drive. I could get that thing up any hill. Considering I lived in a dude, I lived on the side of a mountain. We had to have it. That's fair. That's fair. So, yeah. so um, 
with everything else, just just so everybody understands, we are going to be doing a shorter show tonight simply because I want to get myself back in a bit. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, just uh, um, uh, why did the snowman pull his pants down? And he saw the snowblower going. <laughs> oh, wait, was that the wrong answer? That was the right answer, sir. Okay. See, you never, you never heard jokes like that coming out of Dom DeLuise because he, he. I had something. I don't know where it went in my. I head, heard a different. Whatever. I had a different variation of it in, in your high, and it was, "Why was Frosty the Snowman smiling?" Same reason. Yeah, because the snowblower just came through. That'll do it. Hi. So. As always, everybody in the live chat, thank you for being over there. Uh, Stephanie, hi. I hope you guys are doing okay over there because, I mean, I'm hearing all kinds of wonderful stuff. And, yeah, feel us. And, yeah, I'm going to see what I can do by myself because, like I said, last night I did not do a show because, uh, uh, no. And I woke up today and I was just, just a world of everything hurt. So, is what it is. Deal with it. Uh, unleaded gas left in the t- last fall. I, you know, off the top of my head, I have no idea. Uh, I'm pretty sure that there is, but I also have typically put, you know, gas stabilizer because, you know, usually when you use a snow thrower, you use it a couple of times during the season and then, oh, look at that, don't need it anymore for, you know, six, seven months and then, oh, I should have put the stabilizer. No, I, I make sure that I do that. So I'm not really worried about that right now. Any case, this could be one of those nights. Um, I got to try to hold myself together with everything. So let's let's see how that works out. So uh, I don't have uh, I don't have horrible scopes because <laughs> I couldn't be artist to do it because I hurt. Because I had other things going on, so it is what it is. So we'll kind of go from there. So let me go ahead and uh, get things rolling for everything at this point. So with five minutes on the clock for you guys at this point, your five-minute freestyle starts now. Negotiate. Uh, You might not realize it at the moment, but I actually did write negotiate in all capital letters because I have taken to answering Maybe not necessarily answering, but adding my voice to uh, a lot of social media stuff recently, where the question has been basically posed and and in various different formats, which is usually how do we deal with um, how do we deal with the political climate right now? This is actually different from our main topic tonight. What do we what do we do? I mean, how, how do we uh, how do we deal with the the people who want to now share power instead of dictate uh, the ones who are now becoming into the minority because of the way that, you know, the voting and elections worked for a change. And I have been if you've been watching my social medias. I have been touting and Pounding every damn time with the caps lock key open. We, period, do, 
period. Not, period. Negotiate, period. With, period. Terrorists, period. It is amazing how many times I look at what's been going on around over here and see, well, the Republicans now want to play nicey-nicey and they, 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 they want to, you know, have the, hey, it, you know, all good, right? Because, you know, all, all, all fair and love and war, right? It, it's all good now, right? <laughs> it's, you, you, get, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, right? We do not negotiate with terrorists. These people went into the goddamn Capitol building in my country. They have gone into state Capitol buildings with murderous intent, with weapons drawn, ready to be used, with tactical gear in place and secured, with nylon ties not that you would use on the inside of cable management. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about stuff that law enforcement would be using to secure people in a high-volume environment. We're talking about people that erected a goddamned gallows on the grounds outside of the Capitol building. We do not negotiate with terrorists. That's who we've been dealing with. That's what's been going on. And every time I keep looking at what's being said, I have to go ahead and do it again. Because people keep saying, well, this is what's going on and that's going on and they want to go ahead and do this and they want to go ahead and have this kind of thing going on and 50, 50, 60, 40, everybody's got to be working. We do not negotiate with terrorists. I know that the Democratic Party here in the United States has this long-running and rightfully earned stereotype of being the kumbaya group of, you know, let's all just, okay, we had all this bad stuff happen, let's, let's move on, let's get together, let's make everything work correctly, and everything is going to be fine if we can just get pet. We do not negotiate with terrorists, so help me. You have balls. Use them for a goddamn change. And why shouldn't you? We've seen what happens when you don't hold people's feet to the fire. We experienced it. We've lived through it. Fortunately, we still have voting rights in this country even after it. So what are you going to do? Are you just going to go ahead and say, poor little Jimmy, you know, he, he got himself all caught up in a bunch of groups of, of people, even though poor little Jimmy is in his 30s and, and has filed tax returns for years and knows how to handle themselves. No. You spank the ever-living daylights out of him in the way that works. Do not negotiate with terrorists. You punish them, you prosecute them, and you make an example out of them. Well. <sighs> this is episode 346 on the docket, Your Honor. Cult, cult, cult.
cult. Yeah, because, you know, the whole drinking the, the flavoried. I remembered this time, flavoried, not Kool-Aid. I mean, this is only slightly related, but we've got the problem of exactly these same people who've gone ahead and said, you know, I just, I, I believed it. And now they're calling up in, I don't know if you, I, you know, I didn't think to, to add that to the show notes. There's one woman called into C-SPAN. Yeah, no, that's, that's still a thing out there, C-SPAN. And was crying and in tears and saying, Mr. Trump, did, did you lie to me? I don't want to believe that I was taken in, but did you lie to me? And these people are finally, some of them, are finally getting wise. Some of them are just parts of the beast that are eating the hand that fed them in the first place. So the whole thing has become an absolute shitstorm. And it's devouring itself. And rightly so. So now we're in the position of these are people who are becoming deconverted out of their cult. We hope. So how much should we slap them around in order to tell them you were wrong and you deserve to be punished versus being nice, nice and guiding them back onto the right rails? Because truth be told right now, I don't exactly have it in me for a lot of these people to be nice, nice. I didn't go looking up information on Rafe Badawi, unfortunately, for tonight's show. I've been otherwise a little bit busy. So as of the recording of tonight's show, it is eight years, seven months, seven days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes or thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. And that's as far as I'm going to go because I'm even talking this much now has actually been uncomfortable. So, who wants to start off and, and, and have a little fun at everybody's expense? What do you mean by that? Oh, that's, 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 that's the big question right away, isn't it? Do we, should we, do we have a moral obligation to not pick on these people at this point? After all oh. the stuff that they've done. <clears throat> well, I, I agree with you, but... Um... I just have a problem with the word punish because, um, well, the first step is to make these people understand, you know, this, you know when people are affronted with reality, um, you know, they have a choice to either, you know, face up to it and admit the wrong with their ways and try to correct them or dig in. I think it remains to be seen what uh, you know what they're going to do, and and, and uh, we all know that when we have somebody across from us who won't reason, uh, who adheres to whatever fearless leader says, um, in all ignorance of reality, though, well, uh, if they're going to take that tact, then uh, they should just be removed from society. Or at least, you know, uh, removed from society, I mean, um, 
before they were the, the majority. Well, the Republicans were in power. But it's just say, uh, well, you know, a power is a position of responsibility. So if somebody's ideas that lead to actions is doing harm, um, well, they should be, let's just say, limited in uh, the damage they could do. Until they see reason. I mean, all we can do is... Some people will never agree with you. Some people never agree with you because of the color of your skin. Some people will never that. agree yeah. with you because of any number of reasons. There doesn't do even mean? have to be a reason. <laughs> a reason to not reason. That's, 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 that's called um, uh, ideology. Ide ideological. What the hell is the word I'm looking for? Demagoguery? No. You, you know what? I'll go with that. Yeah. I mean that's that's but reason enough too. I'd I'd go one further. I'd I'd say it has to do with their programming. <sighs> yeah. There is that program that way. But here's here's the problem of what you were just talking about though. In this country, and and obviously we would know a hell of a lot better than you because I mean you've <laughs> you why the hell would you be paying attention to our political scene? It is fair. I, I've never watched CNN so much over the past weeks. And yeah, can't say I blame you, but it is it is fair to say that over the last twelve years, yeah, yeah, it, it it's fair to go twelve years at this point, even more. That when the Republicans have been in a position of power, not authority, power. They have abused it at every turn. Yep. Every turn. I, I've been watching U.S. politics since Reagan. I mm -hmm. mean, and it's just history repeating. You know, the Republicans come in with their, their fucking marionette that distracts everybody from what's really going on in the destruction of the economy behind the scenes, you know, all by the corporate interests or whatever. They spend some time in power, and then uh, basically the Democrats have been the cleanup crew. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's fair. And so on. And Every so on. time. Every goddamn time. And the one in particular that I'm thinking of that makes it abundantly clear to every goddamn body who has a shred of decency and a shred of objectivity to them, even just a shred. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body wasn't even cold before they went ahead and said, let's go ahead and put a new Supreme Court justice up there. Oh, the last time that we had this, it was uh, too soon before an election. Y yeah, uh, that that um, that that was because of X, Y, Z rationalization. Yeah, they were called out on their hypocrisy and they just said, eh, it, you know. Fuck you. Do as we say, not No, 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 dude, don't even. They, they, they in all but actuality said, fuck you, we're doing it our way. Yep. In, in all but actual words. Yes. Well, you know, their, their, their attitude is, well, yeah, you were dumb enough to fall for it, so too bad. Yeah. And that's, that's been the historic problem with the Democrat Party, hasn't it? As a, 
to make sure everybody's on board uh, for, for whatever reason, I'm not going to ask anybody else to reveal. I will say, I am not affiliated. I am not registered with any political party. I am an actual independent because I align with a lot of the stuff that the Democratic Party wants to do, or at least claims to, but I tend to be far and away more progressive than what they do. They are the closest that affiliate with what I want and what I want to see done. So I want people to understand where I sit in my position and why, just so that nobody can go ahead and say, well, you're you're conservative on this, and so you're kind of partly Republican, and you're kind of partly libertarian, and you're kind of... I'm all over the goddamn map on a lot of different things, so don't ever pigeonhole me, because I will screw your mind up. You know, for a long time, I was very pro-gun. Um, even I, now, I'm a registered Democrat, uh, because there are many things that... I want to see changed in our country ever since the day I could start to vote. And the majority of the time, the Democrats are aligned with those changes. But I was very pro-gun. I mean, there was a time where I thought, okay, everybody should have a gun. Everybody should have a pistol or a revolver or a shotgun or a rifle or something in their home to defend themselves in the event that the police don't show up or whatever happens. You know, everybody should be everybody should learn how to use it they should get certified training from like an actual police officer or the military or you know retired military or you know make some kind of training uh thing in each and every state where everybody could get their their certified training and everything else okay and um but over time that as things occurred and eventually school shootings and everything else my opinion changed. My opinion was forced to change by the events that occur in my country, in my own state. And, that, and so by watching things happen, I'm forced to change my stance. One of the things that um, my, my stance has always been is affordable health care for everybody. Because I have, my, myself and my family have gone through horrible things. And, you know, if we didn't have health care that we had, uh, it would have been worse. And in some cases, having health care still made the bills extraordinarily tight. And we were lucky we had the jobs we had at the time and so on and so forth. Hmm. So, but I've had friends who have been much worse situations because of that. So while some of my stances now are very progressive, they're very liberal, um, I'm still a moderate in some ways and slightly conservative and still some others. But because of the things that I think are the most important changes that need to occur, I technically still align with the Democratic Party. Now, having been a Democrat as long as I have, watching the party as long as I have, I can tell you the number one problem they have. Coming together and agreeing on something uniformly. And the reason for that is because the Democratic Party is a blend of people trying to get lots of different things done. And when you look at the conservative party, it's ban abortion, no restriction on guns, uh, religious religion over everything else, and speak your mind no matter how racist and bigoted you are. That's kind of it. Now, 
granted, it's blunt and it, it sounds um, worse than how they advertise it, but that's because it's blunt. It's not sugarcoated. Politics is the act of sugarcoating stuff and typically to try to get to a middle ground between two or more disagreeing parties. And if you have a, a, a good compromise, nobody truly leaves the table happy because everybody got a little bit, but not everybody, nobody got everything. And so there's some disappointment there. And, but the focus should be on the winning parts that every little buddy got. The Democrats, they're constantly shifting that, you know, with who they have in there, what they're focusing on, who their people are rallying them for and everything else. The, the conservatives in the Republican side don't have that problem because they want to do some horrible things. And there's a few of them and they're very broad and it's very easy to accomplish things under, you know, uh, hateful things, harmful things, and hurtful things, and then code it in sugary language. Whereas with the Democrats, they actually have to sit thing, sit down, flesh things out, and try to come to different agreements within themselves before they even get to the House or to the Senate. It's almost like they're actually taking time to consider all the possibilities of what they're trying to propose some yes there are some democrats over the many decades that have been as bad as what we've seen in terms of i'm not going to change my opinion this is what my people voted me in for and this is exactly what i'm going to do none of the other democrats agree with you well then they're stupid um dude that's not how you make them see your viewpoint <laughs> we need to have a chat one-on-one -on -one. come Come here behind closed doors. Let's sit. Let's sit down and talk about how this works. <laughs> well, and that's not bringing them one. I hate to break it to you, Tech, but um, we don't have a conservative party anymore. Yeah, no, no. The I, I GOP, there is nothing at all conservative about them whatsoever, other than like you know their religious beliefs and all that other stuff. Um, right. I mean, under Trump, they have lost anything that was even con you know, remotely conservative is like, you know, little c conservative. And um, apparently Trump made it very clear was it this afternoon um, that he will be a force to be reckoned with and will be involved in politics. And he talked about forming, you know, another third party and now that's got the GOP freaked out. So like Why? it or not, um, Trumpism is going to be the party and the people in the GOP will kowtow to it and let this happen. But that's amazing if he does start another party because then you're going to have the Republican bloc. It's going to be... Well, he's, he's not... The just the threat. Well, just the threat of his doing that or making the GOP go, oh, we need to embrace Trumpism so he doesn't split the party. Well, even if he doesn't, like I said, uh, it comes down to, when it comes down to voting... Um, because you've got the Tea Party Republicans, or who became the Trumpists, or whatever. Yeah. And and then you've got the the real, on on uh, between quotes, um, conservatives. Yeah. That's gonna, and, that's going to split. And the, the conservatives are going to either go along to hold a, power, yeah, or well, they're wait a second. Because there's. What's going on here is because it's going to be dividing the, the Republican. It's a two-party system now. It's about 50-50. Right. But if the Republican Party gets split in two, 
um, the Demo- the Democrats are going to win every time. But that's my no. point, is because of this threat, they're not going to split. They're going to consolidate around Trumpism because they want to hold oh, power, and, and he's threatening weak. to primary them with more, you know, crap pots. And I think it's a bit too early to say. No, it, they're already starting to shift. Yeah, and as it's been going on, it has become less the, quote-unquote, lowercase c, I should say, lowercase c conservative party, and been much more it it is I think it is fair to say I think it is I think it is fair to to quantify them as somewhere between or somewhere blended between oligarchs and theocrats but But just watch what happened in Arizona today wait a minute wait I think I've got the wrong term uh uh was it a plutocrat? Yes, sorry, plutocrat. That's what yeah. I was, I, I got the wrong term. But if you pay attention to what happened in Arizona today. I did uh, not. What did I miss? They re-elected, they were batshit crazy um, head of the Republican Party, narrowly, uh, after she got the endorsement from Trump. They are going to censure Cindy McCain and, and try to get have her thrown out of the party as well as um, their governor and trying to think who else it was, one of their senators or something, because they defied Trump's wishes and, and spoke out against what he was doing. So they're being censured, and they've already been told that the ones who did not vote to overturn the um, Arizona results, they're going to be primaried. Stephanie's also commenting, that worked in the UK. The Brexit party is the reason we have a bunch of fanatics in the House of Commons. Yep. You know, it, it, it it's annoying to a degree that I can't even describe when you've got these groups of people where their entire platform is, yeah, we want to do what that guy wants to do. And that's what they're going to do. They didn't even have a platform. No, they didn't. You know, this election, it was just like, whatever Trump wants, that's our platform. And the and ones that's, who were going to speak up are starting to cave now, and they're going to go along with him because they don't want to lose their power. And that is the exact description of what a cult is. We want to yeah. do what that guy wants to do. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you can turn that around and say, well, what about the people that that want uh, peace in our day who, who go ahead and say, I want to do what Martin Luther King wanted to do? That's not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it has a lot to do with what the goal is of that person. When you say, I want to do what that person over there wants to do, and that person over there wants to do something that benefits the majority of Americans in the United States, okay, then it's typically viewed as that person is trying to do a good thing, okay? And then you can go and examine that thing. And when you, when you take the approach of, why do I want to do that? Let me look at this. Okay, well, it seems to be a good thing. Nobody's made any real bad points about it. It seems to be something that we could possibly do. Okay, let's support it. That's typically how you make progress. Now, Sometimes people say, I want to do that thing over that that person's doing, and they see that person doing something mean to somebody else. 
by mean, I mean they're calling them names or they're beating them up or whatever. Sometimes that person's doing it because they're afraid that they're going to be next. So they think if they jump on that party's bandwagon, that person's bandwagon, they won't be targeted. Sometimes they do it because they are disturbed in the head and they like hurting people. Sometimes they do it because in their household, when they were raised, that's what their parents did or their neighbors did. And now they're living in an area where they can't do it and they want to go back to what they remember because it was comfortable for them. It, it could be any number of reasons they've jumped on that, but they're quite possibly not re-examining the why of jumping onto that. They're that's just exactly going with it. it. That's exactly it, because when you look at somebody else doing something, right. you can imitate them because there's reason in it, um, yeah. or you can do it just out of sheer blind yeah. instincts. I know for a fact that there are people that I've had personal conversation with, men to be specific, who idolize Trump because he could say things like grab him by the pussy and get away with it, where they knew that if they said that in the office environment, they would get fired, they'd probably get blacklisted, they'd be never find a job again, and then the way everything is uh, in the court system, they might lose their house and kids to a divorce, yada, 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 whereas he's getting away with it on TV, recorded the whole night, and so they're looking at that going, I want to be that guy. He's getting away with all this stuff. He has the freedom to speak his mind, even if it's hurtful and hateful. And I want that same freedom. Why and does he want to be and, that guy? That's because because they want to be able to make sexist jokes. They want to be able to say those yeah, things. Why? And not have the repercussions that society currently puts on us. The question posed is why? And I think one of the biggest answers is because they think they're entitled to do it. And they're upset nope. that they get told not to. What's yeah. the benefit of doing that? Because they get to feel big. What is the benefit of kicking a person when they're already down? For some people, it makes them feel even more secure in who they are and what and where their place in life is. Why do people go into a retail outlet store or a retail store and bitch and moan and try to get the poor uh, retail employee fired? When the store is out of a limited stock item, when the advertisement literally said no limits, no holding, no rain checks or, uh, or limited item, no holding it, no reservations and no rain checks, meaning you come and you get it or you miss out. End of story. If there's 50, there's 50. When they're gone, they're gone. And I, I say this because I re I lost track. I lost count of the amount of times that somebody came in and told me that they were going to get me fired because the latest DVD release, which we only got 100 copies of, sold out in the first two hours, and I should have known that they were coming. Mind you, I have no idea who this person is, and I don't give a damn. I just want to say shut up and go away so I could go about restocking shelves and helping other people find stuff. Because it's all about me. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly... It's a lack of empathy. But that's the dividing line for me, because um, if, if one can't think for themselves or won't think for themselves and wants to rely on fearless leader whatever and uh, whoever else is in their following clan, if they want to just like imitate like that, any sense of other is almost 
it's almost impossible. So, you know, it's basically um, comes down to mine and ours. Um, and it basically comes down to, you know, people willing to take the shit of other people. Yeah. You know, take, take, take other people, like people who live at everybody else's expense. Oh, we're, we're going to live at this other team's expense. You know, if it's damaging to them, well, you know, they're on the other team. It, it really comes down to, it's a clan mentality or the situation. Uh, just basically non-thought because I, as far as I'm concerned empathy is not I wouldn't use I'd say more compassion than empathy because empathy is more of feeling um, but compassion is impossible without thought without awareness of others uh, the thought part I'm not as on board but the the awareness part absolutely and i i say that only because i'm thinking back to the uh the situations where they did experiments and found that the rats can and do show compassion and and uh, empathy for one another and i don't know where the 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 level of thought process is in there so i'm neither do i yeah. If I was Sam Harris, I would be. Uh, uh, let's just say I'd have a. Uh, I've already got a test group ready. <laughs> He's willing to play along, but I mean, I, I would really like to to see what's going on upstairs in um, in a Trumplican mind, and uh, well, there's a lot of things I like to see. I mean, even in the uh, quote-unquote extreme left, I'd like to see what's going on there too, because I mean, um, we seem to have two areas of um, uh, I would hesitate to call it fascism but just letting somebody else decide for you what's good for you and the extreme left is all inclusive and uh, the extreme right is just all exclusive but as far as I'm concerned it's basically the same thing going on upstairs it's just trying to apply one set of rules to like every possible situation and everybody or deciding for others see some so of it just bothers me that he's got money in you know in a pack now that you know people threw money at him knowing that he was grifting anyway and so now he's got money you know that he can use for you know uh, contributions to candidates or whatever and he's already said that he's going to be paying close attention to how people vote on the uh, impeachment hearings, and he's also going to be buying uh, television ad time during this period. Well, let's hope the impeachment. So he's not going to go away, and he's trying to get more people that are like you know those two QAnon, you know, e- they're either QAnon or they're QAnon adjacent uh, reps. You know, uh, Bobert and um, Green. He's trying to buy more of that ilk to primary the, uh, you know, quote-unquote old-school Republicans. And I believe he'll do it. Do we actually know how much the, these QAnon, whatever, the, the believers, quote-unquote, um, how much of the Republican base they make? I would really like to see the statistics on that. that... Well, there's two in the uh, Capitol right now. 
Well, no, that's what I, I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I I know where you're coming from on this the one. Base. Yeah, I don't I don't know, and I don't know how there would be any way of getting something even close to a ballpark number because there are some of these groups who have literally been told and said and repeated and I, I if I remember right the data dump from Parler has backed this one up where they have said do not tell anyone you are part of you know the the first fight of the the, the first rule of Q Club is you do not talk about Q Club to anybody so but now there are some of these folks who are actually coming clean and they're realizing that they were left out to dry and they're not getting a pardon and they're they they're not getting their they're not getting their legal bills covered by uh uh patreon or or uh paypal donations or whoever the hell it is they're trying to go through that is it's just fun me and all that other yeah, crap yeah they're they're dumping them yeah the 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 groups are uh, the payment groups are dumping them out and just saying mm, no not not here and they're yep. finally coming to grips with this and yep. like i said there are people who are crying because they're suddenly floundering out and what happened they're yeah probably in total panic yes you know, and they part- don't know what to do now because the plan didn't go through and some of them are still going but but actually Biden is is actually Trump and we just don't know it. <laughs> like what? Oh god. Yeah, that I one mean, it's gotten crazy. Yeah, that one did float around and the problem is it's it's one of those po items. It's the Trump left early so that he would have time enough to have his makeup done so that he looks like Biden and he's actually the one that's inside there and Biden is actually in an underground bunker being held by the responsible army people so that he can be executed later for crimes against the country and after it's done we'll bring his body out and Trump will finally rip his face off like it's face off and mission impossible kind and and I and the thing of it is, I don't know if this is a Poe, which I know in and of itself is like, wait, that doesn't that that. No, you can't say it that way. I, I am saying it that way because there's no way to know if this is serious, if it was posted out there as serious um, satire, if it was put out there as I bet you somebody's going to say this and somebody flipped it over and said, yeah, that's what's going on. Because look, in in the email address, there's a queue in that URL. So that says, I mean, I don't I don't even know what to do with all this. And I don't think any of these people, sorry, the majority of these people even know what the hell to do with this whole damn thing, because suddenly their entire support structure has fallen right out and collapsed underneath them even though all this time we've been telling them uh yeah that's all gonna go they're all that's all gonna disappear and you got uh three two one oh look at that part of this is our fault is our being society one of the ways that this occurred was the fact that we didn't take certain things seriously we dismissed it 
oh, you know, whatever. They're just conspiracy theorists, whatever. But the thing about conspiracy theorists is they have a way of finding people and bringing them in slowly or even latching onto others and getting together and actually creating a voice. The other way that we allowed this to happen is partially with the churches. We are, we being the United States government, never punished the churches that demonstrated that they were giving political guidance to its uh, their their people, uh, the attendees and whatever you want to call them, the members. We there was actually a news article where one church recorded their leader telling the members who to vote for, and then daring the uh, tr uh, government, the the IRS, to take away their tax free uh, status. Yep. And mailed it to the IRS. And yeah. the IRS was too scared to act on. They really were. No, the well, government was too scared. Hold, Whoever was. Let's, let's be clear about this one. It wasn't fear. It was that the machination in order for the IRS to do anything about this was a very specific system, which was when you receive these complaints, they have to go way up to the top of the organizational chain to be greenlit to go after them. And, well, we don't want to piss off our nice, friendly, theocratic folks now, do we? So it's it's just a couple, it's just a handful of churches. It's, don't, don't do anything about it. We'll, we'll just keep this on file for some time, maybe. And they didn't bother. Yeah, rock exactly. Our voter base. And yeah. the thing is, is that uh, when you looked at the Republican side of things back then, uh, there was the old, what I referred to and what they referred to themselves as is the old guard. Mm -hmm. The easiest way for uh, the Republicans to get voters was to be pro-life. Hey, you know, don't vote for anybody in the de Democratic side because they want to kill babies and come to us regardless of what our, our other policies are we value life which is why they wanted small arms and all the other shit but let's not go there the, the point is is that they were really good at getting the vote from the churches and things like that the government never acted in a manner that it should have um that it was legally obligated to and we never held the government to task for that we the people so it all com that all combined, but there's another aspect that a lot of people don't want to admit to, and I'm guilty as the rest of many of us of this shit. And uh, and that is, when I heard somebody say something I didn't like, I shut them down. I shut them down. I called them out, and I I did it in a not so nice way. And a lot of us have done that over the last. 10 years more no oh, i've started really hammering that down the last month i've been trying to hammer it down the last year or two where i recognized and i've been saying out on multiple shows we're yelling too much everybody everybody on all sides of the equation we're yelling too much nobody's listening we're trying to shut everybody down and and again i was guilty of that i do not think my farts don't stink Okay, I'm not stupid like that. I know that I am just as guilty of it as anybody else was. The, the only thing we have to still have it. The only thing 
I think it's best to learn whether the person across from us is um, <clears throat> willing and able to see reason or not. Because if they're not, then there's no point in yelling at them. Because that's just giving them justification to well, do whatever they want to. I mean, you know, because anybody not of their clan, um, the, the, the non-reasoners, whatever you want to call them, um, yeah, well, they they can do some bad shit to you, and you'll just be giving them justification by yelling at them. Yeah, yeah. the way I've been dealing with it at this point is, after a couple go rounds, if it's truly a matter of that, they're literally not acknowledging the facts. I'll just do a, a, a fact dump on them and just tell them you don't want to acknowledge that this is reality. You know what? I've got nothing more to say to you. That's it. Case closed. I'm not responding to anything else. Go, go fuck yourself. I, and I will admit it. I have had a number of times at this point where I've literally ended a, a, a discussion with exactly that phrase after pouring it out there with the simple intent of you are no longer worth my time. Here's all the information. And anybody else that wants to go ahead and follow along what's been going on, there are all the facts for you. And if you don't like it, you know what? Piss up a rope. I don't care because I'm done with this conversation because you won't acknowledge basic reality at this point. And there's a huge, the huge distinction has to be made because uh, when you present the facts, <clears throat> make it clear to them that it's the facts they're testing, not you. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, you know, this is reality. It's basically, you know, uh, people who think for themselves who have, you know, a basic uh, care for other humans. You know, basically what we're trying to do is learn as much as we can about our environment and, you know, and learn as much as we can. And if we care about others, then share as much as we can with others. And, and you know, um, while this was going on, Bridget, you posted two pictures that... Um, I don't know if you want me to share or not. Uh, you can. Oh, I can? Okay. Uh, you posted two pictures that have religious connotations that basically say the end is nigh. Uh, Satan walks among us, and it's Harris and all that. And, uh, sorry, Vice President Harris. And um, this is the kind of thinking that the churches instill. This is the kind of thinking that religion instills. So by having this thinking... This prevents the person from sitting down and going, well, why don't I like vice the VP? Is, is it something to do with the fact that she's a woman, that she's black, that she has Asian ancestry? Uh, or is it because she's not my party? Or is it because she she's pro-whatever that I'm anti-whatever uh, versus I'm pro-whatever and she's anti-whatever that I disagree with her policies? Rather than sitting down and actually analyzing the why and wherefore of the dislike they're latching onto the religious aspect of it and there's no real way to argue with that until they get past the religion part that's locked them into their thought process what what you call religion is blind obedience or it's like reacting to to like fucking programming that's what i call it and it, are they going to break out of that clique and actually think about it uh, I think maybe that, that's not what you're trying to say but that, that's what I 
I'd like you to say. No, you've got a good point there, but I think that the the problem is not just with religion or the religious. It's that this methodology is specifically FUD all over again. Fear, uncertainty, doubt. If you scare some... Let me me finish. If you scare someone enough... You get a, a fight-or-flight reflex. You get them looking for someone to help save them if necessary. And it takes away the rational part because that fear simply overwhelms. Then you've got them in the hooked in. Place. I'm sorry? Uh, if it existed in the first place, because, I mean, I With, think this, you know, this FUD stuff, it's, it's only applicable to a certain demographic not are we are we open to fud yes, yes. absolutely everybody here hold on perfect example if you suddenly had a tarantula on your shoulder oh that's not no 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 no, no. Hold, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on let me let me let me, let me explain if you suddenly had a tarantula on your shoulder that would be something that would that would absolutely scare you, and rightly so. Because it's real. It's demonstrable. Yes. But FUD, FUD is spread with words. Yes. It's like suspension of disbelief or suspension of thought altogether. It depends on that. So here's the thing. Let's say for a moment you have arachnophobia. And let's say that I know for a fact that you have it because you've told me. Okay, arachnophobia, for those who are not aware, is the irrational fear of spiders. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame anybody who has arachnophobia. And now you don't know that there isn't a spider crawling up your back. But I tell you, don't move. There is a spider on your back. You are going to freeze up like a deer in headlights. And you're not going to move. You're going to be scared. Petrified. You're going to be petrified. You won't be able to move. And I now have control over you. Because I know your fear. Now, where he's going, where he's going with that is is that that is a demonstration of what could be used. Using that and extrapolating that just a little bit, if you find a specific trigger for a specific demographic that is enough to push them into that irrational and trusting and scared point. You can manipulate them to do whatever it is that you want, and religion does that in spades. But the, the difference is, you know, in, in your example, Tech, uh, like arachnophobia, I've developed this because of something real. You know, it's not, it's not um, like the idea of a spider being, like, uh, basically the difference. I, I developed my arachnophobia because, my, uh, because of an encounter with a spider. Or whatever, but I mean, here yeah, you have you no, have a demographic you have a demographic that's afraid of an enemy that they've never seen. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of like ideal enemy like Satan and whatever. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, Mexicans yep. or whatever. Yeah, you're absolutely this, right. This, but- this because even they've even instilled the idea. And the fear at the same time. You should be afraid of this. 
and the people you know the most racist people as far as i'm concerned have hardly any contact with anybody of any other race yeah i mean it uh, that's part of it i mean and now the other part of important. it the other part of it is that a lot of these people were given this fear they had it instilled upon them before they had the ability to rationally think for themselves and in many cases their ability to think rationally was um, stolen it was stolen or it was trampled upon or it was dampened down broken um, broken right so what you have here is in in to make the analogy the the scenario that I had before even more close to reality I knew you let's say I'm let's say for an example that I'm 20 years older your senior now it's not true but let's just say for example it is when you were five when you were five I was 25 and I came up behind you and I said there's a spider on your back and if you move it's gonna bite you and you're gonna die and it's gonna hurt while you die and then I say don't move and you don't move because you believe me because I'm an adult and you know your mechanism in your brain tells you I've survived this long listen to this person You've got it exactly right. Right. Now, now, then I tell you, oh, I saved you. I got rid of this spider. You can move now. But if I tell you that there's a spider on your back again, you better not move. That's religion. And after, yeah, and you can say, where's the fucking spider? (laughs) You know, after the danger is gone. I got rid of it. I didn't even want you to see it. Yeah, like I'm traumatized you. Like it's like me saying I'm a demon hunter, and the other person would say, "Oh, prove it." When I say, "Well, do you see any demons around?" Yeah, except I can I can finagle that one by having a pile of ash at my feet and go, "See, there's the ashes of the demon." Frost giants, man. But to go back to your point, you had it exactly right to use a child as an example because there comes a point in our lives where, you know, we either take responsibility for our own actions and ideas, ideas that lead to actions or whatever, our own thoughts, or we rely on somebody else to take and all the responsibility and make all the decisions for us. That's where I wanted to do the responsibility part. Now, what do we do with the people who have believed all this time that there's a spider on their back, potentially, and they could die from it, and they're just now realizing, I've been lied to all this long. There is no. Spider. I was wrong. I did a bad thing. You know, what do we do? Well, we can forgive them, but depending on the harm that they did at the time, the punishment might still need to occur, not because they need to continue to learn from their mistakes. They've already learned that what they did was wrong, but because everybody around them needs to see that even if you are sorry for what you've done, you have done something horrible. And in this case, it's treasonous to attack the capital in the way that they did. This, the punishment in this country for treason can include the death penalty. Yep. Punishment is for people who don't realize the wrong of their own ways i mean 
sometimes it's well, also to be the example for others. Well, well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because that's that's a big one, and that one has been used specifically for uh, right. advocating for the death penalty. Right now, now let's let, let, me, let, let, let me. Can I? Can I just make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, an example to others, um, but who others? Uh, would somebody rational want to do what that person did? You know, somebody who is quite aware that we depend on other, the other humans around us, people who have compassion for, and understanding that, uh, you know, they're a cog in a machine that's humanity. You know, would somebody want to do the thing they did? Because this this punishment as a message to others, it's a message to who? And once again, it's again these. It's a message to these fucking survive by imitation people. It's just to instill fear into them. Because who do you have to instill fear into? Somebody who's absent of reason. Somebody has no ability or will to reason. And I really think it's that that we have to uh, focus on, uh, thought or not. Well, it's actually not really a deterrent at all. Yeah. I mean, the only way where I would see where it would actually be a deterrent is in, you know, in the case of, like, if you're military and you commit treason and they put you before a firing squad, then that would be a deterrent to other military people of don't commit treason. But other than that, I, it's not a deterrent in, in as far as society. There are I, ha I would have to Google them, but there are statistics saying that it really just doesn't work as a deterrent. It's just a punishment. The other part I was going to say was the fact that while the the punishment for treason can include the death penalty, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. doesn't mean that a person who has realized that they have done wrong deserves the death penalty. I, for one, have always been an advocate of the punishment needs to fit the individual, the crime, and what came after. Okay? It's one thing when you have an individual who goes on a killing spree and they don't care. That person doesn't really need to be a member of society ever again, in my opinion. Now, if you have somebody else who their blood sugar went haywire, they had a, a massive reaction to an experimental drug that uh, was just hit the market and they accidentally you know tripped their best friend and they went down a flight of stairs and broke their neck probably not death penalty uh, material in my book there needs to whole be an investigation into you know what happened medically speaking you know this person may have been the one who called 911 you know didn't try to flee the crime cooperated completely Okay, there's something to be said there about that, you know, and so you know you can't have one punishment fits all. You really can't. Agreed. Because the situation is different from different, and like I said before, the people that were there that day for the Capitol, some didn't storm the building. Sure, some still cheered the other ones on, but they never left, you know, the lawn. They didn't go. Some didn't go past the barrier. They shouldn't be facing treasonous charges. And they won't. Hopefully not. I really hopefully not. Because we all know that sometimes 
lawyers, sometimes judges, get a little overzealous. Why? Because we're all human and we all make mistakes. But the ones who went in there with the zip ties, the ones who went in there with the guns, those people, sorrowful or not, that is a chargeable offense and that needs to go forward. I don't think necessarily, I'm not advocating death penalty for them. I'm saying they need to be charged with the crimes that they committed and they need to uh, have uh, their punishments individually doled out. There was one guy, he made the news. Apparently, he threatened to shoot his kids if they told anybody that he was headed towards the Capitol. Um, there's a person who probably shouldn't have custody of children ever again. There's a person who probably shouldn't be working with the general public ever again. Agreed. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's... There's a lot, man. There's a lot to all this. And uh, there, there's, there's one other piece that I, I, I want to make sure that is out there. When the Constitution was first being ratified back the, you know, 1780s, the only, the only item that they had the death penalty for was specifically for treason. That was the only one. Everything else was, you could be fined, you could be imprisoned, you could have both. But to actually have the country say, you should not live any longer, was specifically if you went and you sold out your country, for lack of a better way of putting That was it. Kind of like the lady who stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop and was trying to sell it to the Russians. That's that, literally selling out your country. That yeah, that's more espionage and not treason. If you're going by legal definitions. Yeah, agreed. You're agreed. Agreed. Now, could an argument be made for changing it over to treason? It's possible, but at the same time, we don't know all of the ins and outs of what was going on. So it's. Uh, Probably not, but let's hope not for no other reason than to say, you know, I, I don't want people to be killed for crime, but at the same time, I don't know what they did exactly, legally. Well, I, I think as far as like legal definitions of treason, I think that Trump definitely qualifies. If and I, and I say that because I would consider this, you know, part, you know, part of, you know, the whole Russia you know, scandal thing and the cyber hacking and all of that other stuff. And he's, you know, provided aid and comfort to Russia and helped them to infiltrate us in this way and left us vulnerable, and is still taking their side. To me there would need to be an actual provable connection as opposed to he's just a dick. Well, that's not being just a dick. No, I, mean, I know. I got you. Solar winds thing is Russian and, you know, that has been confirmed by our 
know, intelligence agencies and things. And to me, that's an act of war. We're still vulnerable. They could kill all of our, um, you know, infrastructure. Just yeah, man. There's a, there's there's a lot of stuff that's still going to come out of all this, isn't there? Yeah, they're still yeah. learning a lot of things. Um, yeah. it, it's going to be. Biden said it best. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But oh, yeah. I think people only. Th- I suspect, I suspect that most average Americans who hear that phrase are only thinking in terms of either the pandemic, finances, or a combination of the two. And that's kind of it. But I think he also meant in terms of politics, what's going to come out and get uncovered, how it's going to affect our country as well as continue to affect our relations overseas a lot of things oh and it came out last night uh new york post i mean new york times uh yep broke a story to where he was going to uh fire rosen and then have an appointed person step up that was sympathetic to the whole you know the votes are you know not valid and we need to overturn the election results he was still going that route from the DOJ and everyone else that was on staff at the DOJ said that they would resign in mass if that happened and that came very close to happening there were discussions that Rosen was going to be fired and still trying to find out if there's any connection to this or not but apparently the army lied about uh, you know General Flynn's brother being around when the call was made to you know ask for military assistance his brother is uh like a three-star general who was um actually there when the call came in for help so there's that and the army lied about it and then they got busted and it's like no actually he was there this goes way up. So now we've got we've got the truism that uh, we know in the tech industry, which is all is known. Which, in the information age, sooner or later, everything can be found. It's just a question when. Yep. Uh, personally speaking, I would really like to talk to that Russian translator, because we still don't know what now happened then, but... I'm going back in history, you know, what seems like 15 years now. Yeah, her notes. So we've got these news reports and we've got these things being corroborated and being eventually they will be testified to and they will become part of the record of courts, of law. And now... Let's extrapolate down a little bit further. These things are coming out. These things are becoming known. They are being attested to. There is documentation that shows it. And there are first-person accounts saying this is what would have happened. This is what was planned. This is what was being done. And the thing that 
absolutely kills me is how many times I keep hearing the same mantra over and over again. Who wrote it? It's fake news. You can't trust XYZ. Even though it could be a completely onboard, top-notch group. It could be Reuters. It could be AP. It could be NPR. It could be uh, ABC, which tends to be a little bit more right and a little bit lower on the scale, but still groups that are well-established and know their job. And these cultists, it's the only way to word it, are simply insulated against accepting the reality of these things. And it's painful. Absolutely painful to me. Because at these to me, this means that these groups, these people, are going to fall even harder if they even accept reality at all. And I don't think a lot of these are really going to accept it, even if Trump himself finally comes out and says, oh yeah, I, I, I lied. I cheated. I swindled you. Thanks for your money. You know, like the evil version of Liberace going out there on stage. Ladies, do you like the rings? You paid for them. Come to think of it, I don't know that Liberace was exactly the good Liberace anyway. Anybody remember Liberace? You remember him? Yeah, he was on oh, Batman yeah. once in a, once upon a time ago. Had really, really big rings, too. Yep. Saw him. Saw him perform. He's a good performer. Didn't really didn't really seem to a great personality, but you know, I, I was there to watch him play music, which he, he did quite well. I, I'll give him that. He was a good performer. Yeah, I only saw him on TV. I never. It's saw it's like Jim Carrey, good comedian, good actor, really bad at politics. Well, I don't know. Has he run for political position? No, but he's put out a lot of political stuff. He, he's calmed down over the years, but he used to be like, uh, for example, he did the. Um, what the hell was that movie with the kids and uh, being superheroes, even though they weren't super? Um, they went around like beating up bad guys and shit. That that's what superheroes uh, tend to do. I, I don't know. Yeah, I forget the name of the movie now. He was in it. There was a, a there was a whole bunch of guns and stuff. And then after he got his money for the movie, he said, "Yeah, guns in movies with kids are bad, dude. You just made one of those. You should sit down and shut the." No, in any case. And yeah, he like on Twitter and stuff. I mean, I, I think he was literally losing his mind at one point. Um, but there's plenty of that. And there's what we see is that we see a lot of Americans listening to celebrities about what they should and should not do in terms of who they vote for and things like that. It's like, look, um, I don't listen to a celebrity tell me to put on a mask. I listen to the doctors and the scientists to put on a mask when it comes to this pandemic. Mm. Now, if a celebrity happens to agree with the doctors, um, thank you, Felix. The movie was kick-ass. Thanks. Uh, 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 if the movie person thinks, or the musician thinks that, you know, Hey, 
the doctors are right. We really should be wearing a mask. It's nice that you agree with them. I don't think they really needed you to back them up, but it's good that you're getting the word out there. Okay, bravo. Or on the other hand, if you got somebody like Jenny McCarthy going, uh, vaccinations make you get autism. Jenny McCarthy. No, I don't, I, I don't take uh, vaccination advice from Jenny McCarthy. No. I'm sorry. She's not a doctor. Uh, she doesn't study viruses. Not happening. <laughs> but we did. A lot of people have listened to those who are not in the know. They listen to the things that they don't know about because it makes them feel good to hear it from their heroes. You know? There was a time where if Hulk Hogan had said something that I as a kid would have looked at it and would have heard him and said, if the Hulk says it's true, it Mm. must be so. Because I was I was a WWF Hulk Hogan fan as a kid. I even watched the cartoon. WrestleMania. Yeah, but let's let's be fair. In a situation like that, we're we're being asked to take authority from someone that usually will have been somebody who in our estimation at that point is deserving of more, I'm not sure if respect is the right word that I'm looking for, uh, more difference. That they may not necessarily be an authority in something, but they, okay, let me give you a, a, a slightly different example. Would you listen to what Captain America had to say and and follow along because he's Captain America or be, or because Captain America has the has the what's the word that I'm looking for here let me go with let me go it, it may be it may be poorly worded the image of tending to be right about how to deal with problems. Let's see, it would depend on the context of what's being said. For some people, they would blindly follow Captain America. For some people, they would question it. Which one is which depends on how you're raised, your level of hero worship, what's being talked about, what was said, how it was said. You know? I mean, if Captain America said Nazis are bad, yeah, uh, I kind of agree with that, especially with my background. You know, uh, it doesn't even have to be Captain America saying Nazis are bad for me to go. You know what? I agree with you on that particular topic. Doesn't mean I agree with everything you have to say next, but that one, you and I see eye to eye. Yeah, the uh, the uh, plant yourself like a tree and no, you move line, for example. And if they said, and if Captain America came out and said Nazis are good, I'd be like, um, Captain, yeah, I would like to have a discussion with you. Yeah, Hail Hydra. Yeah, it must be a Hail Hydra at that point. But, uh, I mean, at the same time, I'd like to have a discussion. 
and instead of sit down and shut up. We yeah. did a lot of over the last couple of years of sit down, shut up, sit down, shut up, sit down, shut up. And that has made a push a lot of people into Trump's arena because I got tired of getting told to shut up yeah. rather than, hey, um, listen, I'm not trying to make a scene. Why don't we sit down? I feel that a couple of the things that you had to say were presented in a hurtful manner. And a lot of people are reacting that way. I want to make sure that I got the context of your message right. And, you know, maybe we can reword it so that way you'll have more people who will listen to you, uh, depending on the message, of course. But we didn't do that. We said, sit down. Oh, you should be fired. Oh, you should uh, never uh, be able to say anything again. You should be banned, yada, yada. And, th and we did it. I know. I know I did it. I know a lot of people did it because I could see it being done. And I'm kicking myself for doing it because it helped contribute to the shit that happened. Small problem with that. When you, for years and years, mm -hmm. go ahead and say, you know what, fuck your feelings, and it comes yeah. back around to bite you in the ass, well, who's to blame? Yeah, and there's that too. There are some people that you tried to have the nice conversation with that told you F your feelings. And then you, there are some that you tried to have a nice conversation with that said, I can do whatever I want because of X reasons or no reasons at all. But there are some that would have listened. There are some that would have had a conversation if they had been approached differently. And I think as the years went on, um, with the anger and the rhetoric and the fear and the hatred and everything else that was going on, the division, people forgot how to have a conversation with one another. So some of them are paying the price. They're crying. They're getting upset. And we're going, ha ha, we tried to warn you. You wouldn't listen. You told us to F off. And then there are other ones going, they're not crying, but they are going, I was wrong. Those people, I want to have a conversation with those people. I want to sit down with them and I want to have a conversation because it takes balls, man or woman. It takes balls to go. I was wrong. Yep. Those well, good. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't just take balls. I mean, um, because once again, we're, we're trying to learn as much as we can around, about our surroundings. And I mean, if we're wrong about reality and, you know, uh, we understand that we were wrong, it's actually, it's better for ourselves and everybody else we share the information with. Yeah, but the problem it, is actually accepting that, isn't it? Well, mm, because it's one thing it, to it's one thing to find the information that we're wrong, but then to the choice of either willfully ignoring it or accepting it and incorporating that. That's that's the the biggest difference of it all, I think. Yeah, that's but that's once again coming to um, autonomous thought or not, because I mean, agreed. Um, we have to be able to t determine the difference between bullshit and uh, and reality. You know, just what 
whatever whoever said believing whoever whatever whoever said or just um you know checking up on it and um you know reality check and if somebody who's responsible for their own survival somebody who's responsible for their own thought processes um being wrong is there's nothing wrong with being wrong i mean because once you realize you're wrong well you don't have to be wrong anymore yeah but a lot of people are told or they're made ashamed to be wrong mm -hmm. yeah but that's uh, the cult of person because you're judging the other person because believers they want you see this pattern happening again and again they want they tend to follow people who express absolute certitude about everything whereas um, somebody responsible for their own thoughts they're, they're, they're willing to listen to other arguments and you know test their own interpretation of reality it, it's it's again it's one camp or the other I'm sorry for making it so black and white but that seems to be what's going on no, in in some situations it is exactly that it's just a really forgive me for wording it this way for a second it's a really difficult pill to swallow and I'm I got that one in my head right now because uh, I'm I'm starting to have uh, shoulder not being happy so uh, I did say that we were probably going to be uh, a little quicker tonight than normal so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to see about us uh, wrapping up like straight away um, I want to give you guys an opportunity to, to say whatever uh, left over at this point because I mean we're we are gonna have to close a little bit quicker um, really quickly though uh, Stephanie had pointed out uh, they have restarted the Russian investigation or at least released the current report good every little bit at this point is as far as I'm concerned is helpful because more information relevant information tends to be really helpful especially when there's a court case coming up released in the Senate because Lord knows some people need to be hit with a clue by four but that's just me um, um, Biden has the uh, tax returns too yeah yeah the New York finally State tax returns uh, the Fed so okay. uh, at the very least that is uh, it, it that is definitely going to be something and then to be sure New York State is going to be looking at this also kind of going huh this looks uh, this looks suspiciously like you were inflating prices here and then deflating prices here that's uh bank fraud and insurance fraud and well that's um that's uh th th those are state charges and um welcome home sir i'm kind of wondering does uh, does uh does secret service uh, get to sit in a in a in a cell right next door to him for protection i'm just if you could ask that one real Actually, quick. Actually, yes. Oh, shit. Yep. I would hate to be on that detail, but he's still entitled to Secret Service protection. For now. Unless Holy. he's convicted of impeachment, he's entitled to it. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. I was yeah, joking. I really hope this impeachment. I've been through. following several. Uh, Holy uh, shit! Uh, you know, constitutional attorney and things like that. And uh, they said, actually, yes. 
Now, for him, this is a low amount of money. But do you know that anybody who served as a president, even if they've only served one term, when they retire, they get $200,000 a year, every year, for the rest of their life? Yeah, I could live on that. I could live on that. And also a a million-dollar-a-year travel. Four people could live on that. Comfortably. And unless yeah, a million they dollars travel, yeah. And unless they rescind it uh, because they say that they don't want it, uh, Secret Service detail. Which yeah, but Trump's not going to rescind it. He no. wants it. He's already you know ha- asked to have it and gotten it approved to have extended to what thirteen fam- family members. Yeah, and to that end, by the way, uh, Mister Mister Carter. Oh God, yeah, sir. Thank you for being the most badass of living presidents. Thank you, sir. What did he do? He did exactly that. He said, I don't want anything else. Just let me go ahead and keep doing what I'm doing. 95. Wait, how old is he at this point? I forgot. I forget exactly what his age is at the moment. But like 95, 95, 96, something like that. 95 years old. And forgive me for wording it this way, that badass motherfucker keeps going out day in, day out, year after year for Habitat for Humanity, building motherfucking houses with his hands, with people who volunteer to help him out. Badass motherfucker is still swinging a hammer because that's who he is. And he said, I don't want the Secret Service detail. I'm just... Let me go ahead and do my thing. And his thing is to help. And he's the one that originally put solar panels on top of the goddamn White House. And then Reagan said, no, we're going to take those down. mother." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stretching out. I I really shouldn't. And I should be really taking better care of my shoulder right at the moment. Um, Joseph, what what do you want to finish off with? Mm, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, <coughs> you know, I, I make everything seem to be, you know, black and white, uh, critical thought or not. Um, suspension of disbelief, whatever you want to call it. But I'm actually having a hard time. Um, it's not so black and white. I mean, um, uh, just last Friday, I had a discussion. You know, I had a, an entire table. We were talking about, you know, my landlord is was trying. Um, they had a plan to um, get me in this apartment long enough to renovate it and get me out. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember you were doing a pretty damn good job of it, too. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, it's it's quite good now. But uh, the thing is, they wanted to uh, because normally uh, renovation costs here in Paris it's about a thousand bucks a square meter, a fifty square meter apartment. So go figure. So you know they'd get me in long enough to do the renovations and then kick me out after three years and to save themselves fifty thousand bucks. And I don't know how much they can throw on the the cost of the apartment when they sell it. But anyways, their their plan fell through. So I'm in, I'm in the middle of a rental contract. So I had an entire table telling me that, oh, they can kick you out during the contract. And like, I've been over, over this, you know, so many times over the past, um, 30 years, actually, I've had 
quite a few bad experiences with landlords. So, you know, I know about this shit. And I had an entire table telling me with absolute certitude that uh, a landlord could kick you out during the contract. And I really, I think if I look at myself like 20 years ago, I might have gotten vocal about it because I knew my shit. Because what's more, um, I've got a friend of mine who's um, a real estate lawyer who's got my back on all this. I go to him for advice every time I have a problem. And and I've got like the, I've got the documentation even in my computer, uh, all the laws and all that. But I had an entire table expressing with complete certitude um, what they thought was a fact. Of course, none of them had a personal experience or were in this kind of situation. But I just had to learn to, to... I just said, okay, I'll ask my friend this weekend. Because they just absolutely would not. They were actually um, criticizing me for not believing them. Even in, after I asked for evidence and they could provide none. So I have a hard time uh, determining, you know, who is, who are, who are these believers? I mean, is there part of our brain that adheres to that? You know, we, we could be operating across two systems. One part of us could be, for certain things we do in life, we could be just taking everything for granted and not thinking about it. And then for others, applying critical thought. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Uh, whether to make it so black and white as I do, that could be a fault. I don't know if that made sense, but it it does. It's tough because there are a lot of times, as far as I've seen, where it really is a black and white question, and people want to try to make it into scales of gray. And then just the opposite. So I'm trying to keep myself out of a lot of that. Uh, you're talking about apologists? Uh, no, maybe, maybe not officially so much as folks that have just got real. <sighs> don't want to dig properly into whatever I, I, I got too many things going on in my head. Yeah, I can tell you, I've, I've, I'm like halfway through a debate with um, watching a debate about slavery with uh, Matt Dillahunty and two apologists. And yeah, well, rather than answer a question directly, they just, you know, distract into. Circle the dream? Uh, yeah. What about ism? Others are just like not even answering, not even addressing the question. And sure. some people would rather do that than appear than appear to be quote unquote wrong. Anyways, well, yeah. Fair enough. Tech, what uh, what last item you got? Well, like I said before, the ones who have said I was wrong and they demonstrate remorse. Okay, let's sit and have a conversation. Let's talk about what happened. What led you down that path so that you can learn to identify it in the future? You know, and 
you know, maybe I was part of the problem. Maybe you were one of the people that I told you to sit down and shut the F up rather than I should have said, hey, conversation when you needed it most. Maybe it was partially my fault. Maybe it wasn't. But let's have a conversation. And we'll take turns listening to each other. As for those who said, F your feelings, and now are crying because they're not getting what they want, not that they feel remorse, they're crying, they're upset, and they have no remorse. I got nothing on those people. You know? Go sit in nothing. the corner. Go cry it out. Do, do whatever the hell you need to do. Um, leave the rest of us alone to fix society from the crap that you support it. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, somebody who's done me wrong, um, who comes to me and just admits, I'm sorry, what I did, I realized what I did was wrong. For me, and I've said this a hundred times before, but I mean, like, they're, they're like 95% forgiven in my books. Because, you know, somebody like that, as a fellow human, somebody you can reason with, you can also live with them. I mean, yeah, I don't know how else to put it. Um, of course, the, it comes to if it, when it comes to repairing their fault, uh, that's something else. But uh, you know, that's the the, the remaining five percent if they can do it. But I mean, it, it's basically somebody who can admit uh, their the error of their ways. They're not a threat to your existence because I mean we're surrounded by people with bad ideas and these bad ideas are an actual threat to our existence like imagine if the um, you know the theocrats got their way they'd be deciding everything for us and we wouldn't be able to they'd be applying their bad ideas to our life and we wouldn't be able to do a damn thing about it Bridget well, last you got. Well, uh, I don't know if this is a defense of these people or not, but I mean, pretty much our whole nation over the last four years has been a victim of gaslighting right and left. And that probably doesn't help things. And I've, I have noticed that, you know, Fox is starting to double down again. And I forget who the person was. One of the lawmakers, you know, uh, is now saying that we're all responsible. We all share responsibility for what happened on the 6th. And it's like, uh, no, sir, I don't. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> There is something to be said for telling these people who have admitted wrongdoing that you've got respect. Because coming out of any cult is tough. 
There is also a line that I have remembered correctly that some presidents have not. Fool me once. If there's one thing that I have seen too damned many times, is somebody to go ahead and say, yeah, no, I, I completely and utterly learned my lesson. I, I know what it is that I did wrong now, and every, everything's going to be fine now. Happy puppies and, and colors and unicorns and bleh. And no. Only to turn around and go ahead and shank you. Do I feel bad for these people that have been suckered in? Absolutely. Because as I pointed out to somebody else before, if you were suckered by a con man, you were suckered by a pro. You don't get upset at a magician for fooling you with a sleight of hand trick. Because that's the profession. That's what they practice. Now I get that. I get that people have been duped. But when people have been duped in their 30s, it's harder for me to put a nice on that one. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm finally, finally earning the DJ name that I was given. DJ Cynic. But there is a certain point where I cannot. I simply cannot abide and at this point I'm sorry I simply cannot I will not just simply sit back and say it's all good because that that is a toxic relationship that is an abusive relationship that is the you know, everything would be just fine if you just didn't burn dinner. I wouldn't have to hit you. You wouldn't be such a bad person if you just put down the damn phone and stop trying to call the police when I'm trying to have a conversation with you. At 14 gajillion decibels. Nah, man. I'm sorry. For me? You made your bed. It's too late to go ahead and change it. Because you wanted this. We gotta go. My shoulder is actually in uh, a not a good, happy place at the moment. So, um, guys over in the live chat, uh, I'm sorry I didn't look over the, the last little bit. Sorry about that. But thank you for being with us over there. Stephanie, Felis, you guys take very good care of yourselves. I will, I know Felis, I will do what I can with my shoulder. I have a date with a very hot shower pulsing down on my shoulder to try to loosen that up before I go to sleep. So don't worry about it. Thank you. As always, everyone else, thank you for being with us. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something worthwhile to think about for the week upcoming. Joseph, Thank you for your time. You have a, hopefully, a decent week coming up, and you know, stay safe out there, huh? Yep. Oh, the perils of crossing the street to work every day. Hey, don't start, man. I worry every day. You know, you're going into a radioactive hot zone. 
cut it down. I know that's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Well, if nothing else, I mean, I can always, I can always get on your case for you know going into a server room with a whole bunch of cathode ray tubes still, right? No, I didn't think so. You could always get hit by an asteroid. You That's true. Never know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's it's possible. Or, or a piece of space junk. I mean, it's possible. SpaceX could make a big mistake somewhere. Sure, it's it's. I, um, I, I don't mean to plug another show, but I'm. Uh, dude, there was a, there was actually uh, uh, if you're listening to, um, uh, the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, they were just talking about Pierre and, uh, Marie Curie. Hmm. And they're, they're, as you know, they're where they did all their iridium research. Iridium? Is that how you pronounce it in English? Iridium? Uh, radiation. Iridium. No, no, there's, it's a substance. Oh, iridium, uh, iridium yes. Yeah, and um, yeah, there was a debate whether it was one of the most radioactive uh, substances on Earth. But anyways, yeah, well... Where they did all their research uh, that killed Mary Curie, mm. it's on my campus. So, oh. we'll see if we can find the uh, uh, the specific. Uh, if you start glowing. Yeah, that's that's a hint. Oh, well, he's flashlights. He's, he's not going to know because I mean, if if all of them this starts to glow, it's his eyes is going to glow too, and I mean, you won't notice it at that point. Yeah, to. Even so, still, you all take right, care you of all, yourself. Yeah, you all take care of it. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Tech, you two men, stay safe out there. I know that you're not exactly in the hot zone, so to speak, but, you know, I'm still concerned for you, and you take care of yourself, please. I- I'm trying, man. That temperature drop from that lack of heat from all the hot air coming out of Washington, you know, just <laughs> stopping overnight. We got a cold front, man. Uh, see, it, yeah. it just, ow, you know? Who needs a polar vortex when you have that happen? No kidding. I mean, Canada sending a lot of love our way, but it's just like, dude, that's not as cold as the lack of heat from before. I don't know, man. AOC has yeah, been kind of lighting it up a little bit. Well, I've been seeing where you know the Canadian mm-hmm. support people are like, now what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. I feel bad for them. But still, you take care of yourself, man. Thank you. Yeah, you guys too. Bridget. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say at this point, other than, you know, please take care of yourself. And if if you happen to have a, a, a spare computer hanging around, I'd love to be better friends with you. <laughs> okay. See, this is a this is this is a thing from before the show started. So so you yeah. people don't know what's going on. But by, by the way, Bridget, uh-huh. now that they're not there, do you still have something to say about Mike Pence? I mean, he's, he's well. I mean, you can you can him. keep saying. Why it. did he have to come back here? I mean, really, and and, and it's bad enough that we're stuck with his damn brother as a senator, God, or as a representative. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably there's probably a reason why. I mean, Rikers is a little bit overstuffed right now, so. Oh, and, and DC didn't want to keep him, so he had no choice but to go somewhere. You don't have to go home, but you don't stay here. Yeah. So he's Closing back here. Just what's what's the away. expression? Don't go away mad? Just, just go away. Just go away. Just go away. Just go the fuck away at this point. 
Anyway, Bridget, go left to sleep. Thank you very much. You uh, you take you try to take care of yourself, please. I will. Anything you want to plug? Any 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 anybody you want to uh, belt with a clue by Ford? Now that uh, you don't have to worry about the uh, NSA having a little bit more fun at our expense. Oh man, I would just I would love to take a clue by Ford to so many people. Ken says it blame me. So I guess basically it comes down to uh, let's just get a. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm suddenly I'm suddenly thinking about uh, somebody going into the uh, over into the the rotunda at the Capitol with uh, with one of those money guns, but instead of having money inside of it, it's a whole bunch of pieces of paper with numbers on it. Everybody gets a number. Yeah, who who's, who's got one? Yeah, Bridges in the next room. Go ahead, see her. Yeah, that's 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 about as good as I got. Anyway. Everybody, thank you very much, uh, as always, being with us. If you'd like to get the audio version of the podcast, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. All of our contact information is over there as well. The phone number, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, is uh, 859-8CTV-554, 859-428-8554. I would really love to see uh, an actual phone call come through instead of, hey, we're trying to contact you about your vehicles. No, uh, no, mm-mm. Nope. Oh, you're lucky you're getting the vehicle ones. I've been getting the ones for uh, the uh, purple pill or blue pill or whatever the hell the color is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't take it, so I. Yeah, I, I get but, I get stuff that tries to come through, and it's just like, oh, we were on hold, waiting too long for your outgoing message, so we hung up. I miss getting the robocalls trying to help me increase my breast size. <sighs> That one always made me laugh. I am referring this call at this point to the authorities because I am personally targeted by what's just been said as an Italian. <laughs> ah! Any case, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead uh, get the last editing done really quickly and get my butt on out of here. So you will take very good care of yourselves. Please, please, please be safe. We know full well that the, uh, the vaccinations are coming. Please, please just keep doing what you've been doing. Please just keep safe. We ain't out of this yet. Just, just be safe. So, let's just go ahead and get out of here. Thank you very much. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Fifteen years on, I am still in love with you, my lady. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of us. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.